You're listening to the Spirit Hunters, not a member of any network. Find out about our pod brethren and how to join our now public and free Discord group and support the show at... Um, uh, don't go there. At patreon.com slash spirithunterpod. <laughs> episode 28 of the spirit hunters this is sarah patrick hannah joe and megan we're all finally together for the first time and i think hey speaking of which happy new year guys by the time you guys hear this uh it will be well into february (laughs) (laughs) but hey you know what and just pretend it's, it's i mean we're just early enough to hit chinese new year right Hey, that's yeah. Hey, happy Chinese New Year! Oh, is happy it? Chinese happy New Year. Chinese New Year! Year. Flash the, uh, Lunar New Year! Yeah, Happy Lunar, Lunar New Year! Lunar you really Year. don't want to start a fight in the comments, or you it's do a, because no matter what you choose, there will be a fight. It's uh, a it's moon. The year of the dragon? No, the rabbit, right? I don't know. When is it my turn? Sorry, I don't know. Probably twelve years ago. I don't remember. I, I was going to say, when are you thirty-six, Megan? I'm, I'm the dog. Oh, really? Is it every? It's every twelve years. <laughs> Oh, 24 was the last time I was the year of the dog. It was a good year for me. Oh. <laughs> I, th- I think I was year of the monk. I was year of the monkey. So I want the year of the rabbit's kind of awesome. So. Oh. Guys, isn't crazy? We're almost 30. Yeah, almost. Well, <laughs> a lot of us already are 30. <laughs> yeah, almost 30. Almost 30. <laughs> Don't it's worry. All good. It's, it's not a big Yeah, I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, I think we're almost 30 besides Joe. I think he's hitting almost 50, 60. 60. Yeah, no one knows what Joe right looks now. like. He's just <laughs> decrepit. He, it's just like it's just like that old man from the, the one music video, long, long eyebrows and a beard. Are white. you talking about Pai Mei from Kill Bill? <laughs> Yeah, Pi made for Kill Bill or oh, the I like that song. no. He looks like um, looks like the old guy from uh, Kung Pao to the Fist. The what's his name? The Master. Oh, uh, Matt. Uh, I was gonna say Master Pain, but that's not wrong, right. Uh, Master Tang. Yeah, I look like Master Pang. You look like Master Tang. All right. Or anyways, anyways, call me Betty. All right. So last <laughs> time, Welfin and Ilkago played Among Us. While Knuckle and Yuppie played Cat and Mouse, and P2 played Operation, while Gon was feeling the rage like me when I play Catan. <laughs> and this week, Same. it's Furry Twinks versus Buff Bar Daddies, and <laughs> Knuckle decides between if he should save his pride or save the world. You better get ready. All right, episode 117, Spartan 117, Insult and Payback. Also known as Bajoku Niwa Setsujoku. Bujoku. It's interesting they use Niwa. Like, new. Niwa. Ni is in. I can't remember what it is. But it's like, it is like an and kind of word, but I don't think it translates to and. I was going to say, I, I wanted to ask you about this on an episode you yeah. weren't on, but they've used um, Niwa before, and I, I don't know what it means. I do know it can be used as a conjunction, um, but I was wondering kind of what the difference between Niwa and To are. Because I'm used to to as like and, yeah. Um, and obviously not all conjunctions have a one to one relationship between Japanese and English, but it's interesting. I'll try to find it, but I know ni- it combines ni and 
knee is like in and wa as in like the it's like um h a that's how I visualize in my head in like Romanji. um and i i'll I'll figure that out. I have no idea <laughs> fair. Give me a second. We'll come back to it in a yeah, second. Yeah, she'll do an improvised grammatical study later. Down, down, down. Originally released in Japan on February 19th, 2014. The equivalent manga chapters are 276 through 278, which were released in Japan on April 7th, 2008. Literally two days before my birthday. So nice. happy birthday, Patrick, actually. this Actually, almost happy birthday, Patrick, this time. So oh. that actually is correct. So I, I would be... I think I'd be 16 then. Nice. Um, fun fact, I think, right? Google. Um, it's niwa in in the sense of in order to, for the purpose of. So oh. it would be, if, if that, these words are actually insult and payback, it's insult in order to payback, or payback, wait, hold on. Yeah. Uh, oh, so insult with the purpose of it's your revenge. To yeah. get back, to get even? Yeah. So it would be, they gave me a, an example sentence. So verb, this is the JLPT. <laughs> um, so it's verb in the dictionary form, right? Plus niwa would be like, what should I do in order to close that account? Um, and then, oh, my Japanese is so bad now. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you're uh, asking maybe. us as uh, if we know, know more than you when that's yeah. not the case. <laughs> What you didn't know is I was actually a Japanese major, and i just been calling you guys the entire time. This whole time? All those missed words were... So something that uh, occurred to me before we started recording was, I was like, such a joku seems, like, really familiar. So I looked, like, through our old episodes, and I saw that in Season 2, Episode 25, which translates to Episode 34 of Hunter Hunter, there was an episode titled called Power to Avenge, which is uh, Jutsu Ryoku de Setsu Joku. Oh. Um, so they translate payback as avenge in that episode. Uh, but those, those are similar enough. So I'm not saying there's like a major difference there, but that is interesting. Mm. It could be a localization choice as well. Yeah. I definitely think it's, you know, something in order to make the English titles work better. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't think insult and revenge would be, or avenge would sound as good as payback or make or get it cl- the, the image clear of what the, it meant. Yeah, or power to payback in the other case, which would just sound like shit. Power to payback, my new metal band coming. Actually, power to payback sounds like you know an advertising campaign for a new uh, credit card or something. I don't know. Happy Honda days, or happy Hanukkah. I'm like, what? Happy Honda days, unless you celebrate a a Toyota thon. So I I apologize in advance. All right. Anyways, with all that said, Megan, do you want to give us the synopsis of this episode? Yes. Yes, I can. Okay. Um, (laughs) There you go. So Tutu encounters Grandpappy since he can't get to the smoke user. For some reason, I forgot all their names when I was writing this, um, (laughs) these notes. Um, But so that's actually canonically. That's actually canonically right. It's Grandpappy mm -hmm, and smoke user. Smoke user. Mm -hmm. Um, So he basically was like perching on a tower and was like, "Oh look, an old dude. Let me go fuck with this guy." Um, while Chidu is distracted, Papa comes in to obliterate Chidu. They have, like, a little bit of an exchange, um, and Grandpappy really does warn him for a quick second, like, hey, um, watch your back. And he's like, nah, man, I'm good. Not even, like, barely up-phased. Um, and then he smashes into, um, Papa smashes into Chitu. A name, Silva, right? Silva. Yeah, Silva. Silva, yeah, Silva. smashes into Chitu, um, and it's just 
like there actually was kind of anticlimactic, like into a crater, kind of surprising, a little very warranted, but also I don't know. I think the first time I watched it, I wasn't expecting him to like go out like that. I'm um, glad he did. He uh, he died yeah. as he lived in the fucking weirdest <laughs> and dumbest way possible. Yeah, I, I did. I did. Th- I did think it's funny that if you take that entire thing out of context, it sounds really weird. What the way you described it. Oh, yeah. He just it's obliterated. Like, yeah. yeah, I found some guy, fucked with him on the pole, then he turned around and got obliterated. That really is kind of his entire story, because I was trying to, like, write more about it, and I was like, no, he kind of just had, like, three nonchalant words. He just picked the wrong fight. <laughs> what did you say earlier? Uh, win stupid games? or Play, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fuck around, find out, win, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And he found the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> I guess he didn't really, depending on how fast that death was, because he literally never saw it coming. Yeah. Looking like, for buff yeah. top to fist me to oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> That's suddenly going to be on my uh, hinge dark profile lip. from now on. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah. My thing is that uh, I wonder if he <laughs> if he was intended to killing him the entire time. Uh, it honestly. I, I feel like Grandpappy was just, like, un- like he was like, this kid's kind of annoying, but, like, eh. Because, like, I think the vibe with those two is, like, if they're not on my list, it's genuine, or, like, they're not, like, really impeding the mission that I have, I don't give a shit. You right. Can be mur- right? You can be, like, murdering my grandson, but if it's not part of the mission, I don't think I really care. It, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's like, um, it's, it's like a contractor. It's like, it's like, I paid to do this work. I didn't pay to do that work. I'm not gonna... I mean, even the wage. Is... They're acting their way. Oh yeah, exactly. Sure. I I think one thing that's interesting though is that like if you look at the dialogue right before it, not only does he warn him, he's also like trying to. He's like, "Hey man, uh, some shit just happened to me, and I'm having a really hard time dealing with it. Uh, for the first time since I've taken over the family business, I killed someone who didn't have something to do with the contract, and I'm kind of feeling fucked up about it." And Chitu's like just completely ignoring him, and so he's like, "All right, I mean." Well, anyways, you might want to look out behind you. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's like, you'll find out. <laughs> I, I did find it funny that, that he can at least sympathize. It's like, it's like it's like men in 2023 in a nutshell, or 2022 in a oh nutshell. Gosh. Yeah. It just shows you that no matter how old you get or how long you're working, there's still moments of doubt. You still get some level imposter syndrome. <laughs> He's, he's like has like thousand corpses. It's like it's like, am I really good at my job? I don't know. It's like all of a sudden there's these bodies and bodies, this empire of murder. Well, guys, remind me again, who did he murder that wasn't supposed to be murdered? Oh, he didn't murder them, but he hurt them. He hurt uh, Komugi. Oh, okay, that makes he's sense. He's like real torn up about hurting Komugi. That's actually kind of sweet. In a, that's actually kind of sweet. Yeah, that he's telling a random stranger yeah. about it. it. It like yeah, that happens. Like you hear about like people have something weird happen at their work, and they're just like going home, and they're like, I don't really know how to deal with this. Yeah, and usually it's it's kind of funny though that even like even after all the training and stuff, he's like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna vent to the stranger real quick and maybe. See if you can sympathize with me. Maybe, you know, we can have a discussion going on. And... It happens, man. But um, you know how we were talking a little bit about how... Oh, I, I guess it hasn't been mentioned yet. Megan, if you want to talk about, oh, yeah. um, you know, the conversation between Silva and Zeno. Oh, yeah. So, as they're, like, riding their dragon... Because <laughs> that's what they do, I guess. They're riding, like... No, what's that one dragon from Dragon Ball Z? Um, Shenron. Shenron, yeah. They're riding, like, a golden Shenron. Um, they, that, like, that's kinda... a character from GT. 
Oh, is that GT? I mean, I don't know if it really. Oh. There's a, just a golden dragon in it. Take anyway. it to the Grand Tour. Grand Tour. I love GT. I'm not going to even fucking pretend that I didn't love GT. You should GT go back and rewatch it, Megan. See how you like it. I'll keep it in my memory, okay? I'm going to keep it right right up here. Um, They were talking about how they're like, oh, I think Killua removed the needle. Oh, good for him. Like, they were real kind of like nonchalant. And like, they obviously knew that the needle that Illumi put in. We now we don't know if like Alumi put it in on the the egging of father and grandfather, right? Grandpappy and papa. Oh, like, I don't think it was I don't think so, but they definitely knew about it. Yeah, I it's, think they're just like, yeah, like Illumi has this whole complex where he's just like, I'm the dad because of the way, you know, mom and dad raised and beat the shit out of me. And like, but it's interesting that they didn't stop it, but they didn't in they didn't necessarily like further it either but they're just like oh that's just kids being abusive kids <laughs> typical yeah. parents uh, typical parents putting their parental responsibilities on their oldest child yeah it it makes it worse honestly knowing they knew about it because if you can be like oh will for ignorance i guess because like the kids are literally off on the world killing other people so like you can't have monitor them 24 7 but the fact that you knew about the needle in kilo's head for however long it was in his head Listen, kids will be kids, you know? Yeah. Boys will be course. boys. It's okay, right? Yeah. A little yeah. mind control here and there. That's fine. <laughs> you know, but I think boys will be boys literally doesn't describe the Zoldix. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like it's kid business. We're only involved with adult business. Yeah, it's See, Again, they're working their wage. Yeah. <laughs> For a second, Joe, I, when you said when you said boys will boys and might not play for the Zoldix, I assumed you meant something else, and I was like, oh wow, that's actually pretty clever. No, I mean that is what I meant. But anyway, okay, that's what you meant. Okay, I just want to also, make sure. uh, so something I wanted to mention about this whole scene of them talking is I like how after they've discussed the needle thing, um, Zeno says to Silva, like, yeah, the weirdest thing happened. I thought I could hear other people's thoughts. And then Silva's like, yeah, maybe I should take what you say with a grain of salt. And I was just thinking, like, okay, so this kind of confirms my theory that his, like, you know, fucking VHS recording interview, like, the real world style, like, con uh, confessional of him saying, like, uh, the heart bleeds and the fist hears thing does occur after the fact. Because I think he's just formulating his thoughts about the situation. He's like, yeah, I fucking stabbed a little girl with a dragon that fell from heaven and i think i could hear people's thoughts and then his son is like all right dad you need to stop talking like this or you're going to the home anyways <laughs> did he did he say because well, i remember Jesus. i remember it being like time stopped or like i, I could feel a difference in time difference. yeah Was i forget like the a exact phrasing thing? no i forget the exact oh, phrasing right. you might be right it might have been like i could have sworn time stopped but like yeah. i think there was the impression that like he reached some sort of clarity in the slowed down time mm, oh i, th I thought it. i thought it was just like a clever fourth wall break like the fact that they are doing that and doing time slowdowns and like cutting and stuff no, I think I think it's supposed to go with his later interview where he's just like, yeah, ancient martial artists say this thing, you know, where where this very clearly Chinese coded man says Confucius says it's very weird, <laughs> very weird. And then it, it, it's like then he killed the dog. Yes. I just want to say that um, I do find it funny how it seems like them driving. It's like you ever have those weird conversations in the car when you drive with your friend where it's like you just like come up with a weird scenario. Like, what would you rather do? Cut off your, your hand or spend 10 years in jail sort of thing like one of those like weird conversations and it's like it, it sounds like high talk you know when you get like yeah. theoretically when you get really high you're like i can control time 
That too. Like, they, like, you have I the hand nodding. Like, yeah. What can they get a? <laughs> can they get a D? Can they get a DUI on a dragon? Uh, who's gonna enforce that? Yeah, yeah that's a good point. problem. I mean, it says your blood alcohol content. Yeah, at at, um, at best, you would need like a cop from the Jetsons to show up, and like one, there's a lot of problems there logistically, but two, they would murder that guy. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say like they can do what they want at this point. It's like, uh, yeah, we can just like kill everybody and fly on a dragon. So I this think, show uh, is a cab, as we'll find out later. So don't worry. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Is that why? Um, that's probably why they're riding the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, perfect. So uh, we kind of cut back and forth. This is the one episode that uses, or not the one episode, but like, it's not super consistent in narration. <laughs> For Hunter, some episodes will be, like, really heavy narration like this one. Other episodes, like, you won't hear the narrator for, like, a week. <laughs> and then he's there randomly. This one in particular kind of makes sense, but also adds a lot of heaviness to it. Like, I don't know if the the um, the um narrator in this case really adds, like, necessary flavor. It's more, like, they, I don't think they assume that they did a good enough job with the storytelling for you to imply a lot of this stuff. Which is interesting. There's um, a weird choice here. Some of the stuff he narrates is a result of reordering events from the manga, oh, which okay. Patrick will talk about later. And it's just like you literally inserted narration for the point of explaining your editing choice. <laughs> okay, that kind of makes sense now. Because I was like, I don't know if this is necessary. Like, I can probably imply that <laughs> what's it, uh, Knuckle was angry later on. Yeah. Um, Knuckle is angry. Knuckle is angry. Because I remember the narration cuts in at some point during this scene where... Meloron finds Kilua after Gon has a hissy fit because Gon has a hissy fit because Gon screamed <laughs> in the castle. Meloron is like, I got you. Um, and that's got what we fam. see him disappear earlier. The last episode, he kind of just vanishes a little bit. It's not a weird editing choice. It's like um, it was a, it was like a decision because um, Meloron kind of gets Kilua into his like little bubble and they kind of like they're like, mm, there's no helping Gon here. So they all kind of head off and do their own thing into their own little uh, stealth mission. And we'll get more back to them later, but we now know Kilua and Meloron are together and they're with each other. And um, and then we cut to three minutes earlier because the timeline on this is really weird for these couple episodes. Um, but three minutes earlier, Knuckle is using his best asset, getting away. We go through a flashback where he, we get Knuckle's origin story, evading the police to save a friend. Um, it was like he ran down the police. I think they re reiterate this one in a couple episodes later. Um, but like basically he evaded the police for like 48 hours on foot <laughs> and they had cars and then the last scene is him running down the, like a, a highway road, like yeah. in a, like palmdale road <laughs> or something like one shot man just down the street a car could probably roll up to him but no apparently he's like running 150 miles an hour because it's a no it's way. nen yeah, it's no, Nen. No, he doesn't have Nen at that point. This yeah, is... no, he's just hit, this, him being like 14 and like booking it. Yeah, hey, I was Joe. Say, in the manga, they established that it's like he had just finished eighth grade, basically. <laughs> you know oh what I thought was gosh. interesting is that the, is that, uh, isn't there another person that's voiced by the same character that's famous move is running away? At least in the English Oh, is dub? it the same character voicing him? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the guy that, that voices, uh, the voices Knuckles is Ben Diskin, who does uh, jo- jo- uh, jo- Joseph Joestar mm. in JoJo. Is Joseph and oh. not uh, Josuke? I, 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 you're probably more right. I'm just uh, no, in the in the in the English dub. Sorry. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he does voice. Uh, he just voiced uh, uh, the other the other 
Uh, the Japanese one voices what's his name and uh, JoJo Part Four as well. Interesting. Okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but fun fact, you know whose voice actor is out of the job now? Ashes. Oh yeah, that's right. Retiring yeah. Ash. <laughs> I think they're happy. Oh yeah. He's like a little sad, but also like, goddamn, like, or you can make him grow up. Either one. <laughs> Oh, Yo, I thought I'm you meant for another voice actor season, that lost a court case. He shows case. up as red at the top of a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. he becomes a Pokemon. <laughs> he was a he Pokemon be- the whole time. <laughs> it's oh, like when Misty turned into uh, the Vaporeon. He'll turn oh. into Charizard or something. I know. I just meant more like the parallel to Gold and Silver, where when like after you've beaten the game, you can face uh, Red at the top of a mountain, and he has like level seventy Pokemon. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing you could it's do. It's pretty sick. Oh, I, I, I think my favorite thing is when the Twitch plays Pokemon, when they play the second the second game, they actually edit, ha- ROM hacked and edited like the Pokemon's ending ones of Red in that game into uh, the, the gold. I was like, dang, that's They had to fight epic. an all-terrain vehicle. It was crazy. Exactly. And then, uh, was it a, a, yeah, ATV and then, ah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> they just like no idea. Was like, waiting for more for you to say more. It's like yeah, no, that was his name. That was it. <laughs> that actually, it's it's uh, it's it's like all A's and then B. Yeah. There's, Anyways. Good at, yeah. Okay. Was, 2014 was a weird year. Yeah, really was. Um. So we go back to back to Hunter X Hunter. So I derailed that. My bad. Um. So cut to now after the flashback where he is running. Uh, he as a knuckle is running to distract UP. However, UP doesn't give a shit about knuckle or the dying shoot like he straight up sees shoot he could literally just step on him and he would die <laughs> he's, he's like, like no he's i like... can't be bothered my, my priority is the king right now like there's a weird cloud smoky thing here that i can't attack like i don't <laughs> i don't really give a shit man peace so um basically fully ignores him they we have like about 10 minutes of this episode just saying the narration and knuckle and shoot saying how much <laughs> how disrespected they feel because he like ignored them right um and they took it really personal like like almost unnecessary like i know it's an anime right and i know <laughs> like that is their character but like it's kind of to the point where it's like i couldn't just suspend my disbelief that much it like it blends for some good fight scenes later but like it's also <laughs> I was it's like, like that it's guys- like that's a it's like that stan marsh thing it's like hey i didn't hear no bell ring yeah, it's no, like, I, dude. I think this is something I've seen people take issue with online, and uh-huh. I think there's like, I think it's because people are approaching it from the perspective that they're like warriors or soldiers or like secret agents. Yeah. When it's really like, no, we just took the most talented martial artists in the world and put them in like a military scenario, which is like not their like game, you know. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, it's like, kind of it, funny. Yeah. They have the mindset of like fight till I die, not like, hey, we're here for a mission. Like exactly. they're anti Silva and um. And Zeno. And Zeno. Mm-hmm. Because, like, honestly, if they figured Chichu wasn't going to impede the mission too much, they probably would have just, like, let him go. But I feel like they thought he was going to be annoying yeah. <laughs> to what he had to do. So we got to put him down quick. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was, it was interesting, though, though, that you brought that up, the the whole martial arts in a military cir- circumstance. Because I was thinking similar thing where it's like, I don't know why they're angry. It's like an archer that's pissed that he can't beat somebody that's a master swordsman. It's like, yeah, no shit. That's not what you're trained to do. You're trying. You can. You can win in other ways. Literally, he literally said, "In ten minutes, he's gonna go boom." And it's like, no, I gotta fight him to the death with my fists, even <laughs> though that's gonna beat him anyways. It's like, 
why you, you could beat <laughs> yeah. him just wait 10 minutes go <laughs> to the bathroom to, to be fair the 10 minutes thing is theoretical he he's guessing yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what i meant like you know the, the t- whatever the top yeah but still it's like just wait like go over there have like a little uh a little um i don't know what, what do they eat there uh uh in uh, Hunter Hunterland, or do you mean in fake Korea? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Have a, have a fucking Twinkie and just go over there and eat and just yep, like Yeah, that's wait. what they have in fake North Korea. Twinkies. I couldn't think of it. I was thinking mimosa, but I don't know why I said mimosa. So They, they just have like really shitty ramyun. <laughs> yeah, just have oh. some, just have some tteokbokki so and like right chill now. out for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I'd be chilling. Tteokbokki and, yeah. and chill. I think this the is a moment you can see where... Knuckle is definitely more of a heart guy than a head guy in these circumstances. I feel like because it's like a high stress situation, people react in ways that they wouldn't do otherwise. Like common sense just goes out the window and he recognizes it. He's like, yeah, sorry, teach. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) He just goes for it. Like, yeah. And then he immediately regrets it afterwards. Like, I made a bad choice. <laughs> yep, that's so the narrator says he's like, He made four mistakes. And I'm like, oh, we're listing them goal. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's interesting because, like, a lot of this saga is about individuality and, like, how much of that is tied up in pride and your ego of who you are and, like, ego in the literal sense of, like, the singular I. And I think this pride discourse is supposed to be about like, Hey, the Hunter association as an organization is a collective of like incredibly strong and proud individuals who would not have gotten to where they were if they were not so proud and strong and individually strong. And that this is a criticism of that Mm -hmm. because they don't operate as a cohesive unit in the way that you would like say as the Zoldix or something where it's just like, nah, man, the mission's the important part. Yeah. Um, I think the saddest part of this whole thing is like right before. So like you're going through their heads of like what they're thinking and actually Knuckle does the smart thing at first and it's like, okay, cool. Like grabbing shoot. Let's go. Let's, let's wait it out. Right. Well, hopefully he'll be good in like 10 or so minutes. Like we're good. And then he hears like shoot, give like the most pathetic, like, or something and he like looks down and then you get to hear shoots inner monologues like okay i know i should tell him like hey like stop like we're dumb like let's go back but he in his head is like no um then he out loud he's like crying and begging him to like avenge him because he looked at him funny (laughs) when you put it in a that is really what he basically the way he looked at me i didn't like it Please he was like crying him. too. It was like, <laughs> me looked at me weird. Beat he him up, funny, buddy. Please. Yeah. Um, and they're probably not even friends. I think they at one point say, like, I don't even like this guy. <laughs> I don't I don't remember that. I think but... it's oh, it might be in a different a later episode, but I think at this point they're they're like colleagues. Like him, palm and shoot. Knuckle, palm, I can and definitely shoot see being colleagues like... with palm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be friends with that girl. Uh, uh yeah, no, she's a pedophile. Um, I forgot yeah. about. I didn't even think about that part. I thought about the oh, murder part. Who's but yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson's wife? Uh, it's her. Yeesh. Yeah. Yo, well, let's yeah. let's keep let's Kick keep Palm as the wife. coworker and not the friend. Yeah. <laughs> Palm's a coworker. Shoot knuckler. I think like they're beefaws at work, but like they don't hang out after. Kind of yeah. Thing, no, right? they're the work yeah. buddies who are like yeah we'll hang out sometime we'll hang out. and it sure. never happens. Never do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like oh you for having oh no wife's wife's got a thing okay never mind. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I died. I know you were Sorry. married. I am. Yeah, I am. Are you? Now I yeah. am. 
now I am. Um, it's yeah, Palm, weirdly enough. It's yeah, me and Palmer. I had that happen to me at work. Oh, Two no. of my subordinates were allowed. She was like, hey, what happens if I have, like, my spouse working here? I'm like, yeah, that's fine as long as they're not, like, you know, over you or you're not over them because that's, like, the conflict. Like, oh, so they can be in the same apartment? I'm like, yeah, me and my, my fiancé were in the same department. <laughs> and they're like, cool, because this is my husband. And I was like, wait, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> they were on the same team. Does anyone know? They're like, no, no one asked. And I'm like, okay. I guess if no it's one like, asks, let's keep well, it that way. Are, dude, don't ask, don't tell over there. Interesting. I don't, yeah, a different kind, a different form. A different okay. kind of don't yeah. ask. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I ended up telling somebody later. It doesn't matter really, though. It's just kind of a, it's kind of funny. I mean, the awesome, um, I mean, office gossip, you can't really escape. So you gotta, you know, like, did you know they're a couple? Oh my God. <laughs> I guess, uh, but we're all remote, so. Oh, that, that's uh, fine. The yeah. gossip ends that... between them in their living room <laughs> where they work oh, together. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that makes more sense oh i thought you were in an office that's why i was confused i was like all right oh i am but they aren't it's a whole thing oh okay no worries no worries um anyway enough about the place i work um so up stands by the smoky jail as morel is watching the cocooned poof so they can't see each other but like up's like outside the smoke kind of like hitting it like very confused (laughs) as we all would honestly um poof an empath reads into Morel's constraint and hatches his own plan. So they're kind of they're kind of having a stare down right now with a cocoon and Morel. We'll get back to that in a second. But essentially Poof is kind of reading Morel. He actually kind of can see he's a little like magical empath, I guess. He yeah. can see his like thoughts and, <laughs> and like I don't know. Poof and empath. I thought of that meme that people yeah. do on Twitter where it's like I'm an empath, and they say something, like, yeah. totally wrong about, like, how the person feels. Me, an empath, sensing this is serious, and it's, like, yeah. 9-11. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. There, there's we a quota for the – we, we can cut that one out. Um, we can keep that one in. But keep that no, one in. <laughs> keep it in. But, yeah, my, my thing is, like, my favorite thing is more is, like, he's been in there for quite a long time. It's, like, has it been, like, five minutes? Yeah. It's, like – I mean, like, the time you know dilation here is weird, he also guys. Has a, a point in this case because he then says like you would think someone who like needs to protect the king would be like wanting to bust out of here but he's not yeah 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 i i guess like it's like what like the like like the charger attack with piccolo the was it the uh was special, it special beam, beam cannon can- yeah special just like beam cannon. there's I, I, I has a name that people that's like the japanese one but i'm not pronouncing it i'm oh, not trying is to it- it's Mikan Sapu or something like that. Yeah, Mac- Makan Sapo or something like that. To I hell with it. Mikan, Special like Beam orange. I was like, oh. No, I think it's <laughs> Ma It's Ma something because it's the evil, and then I forget what the rest of it is. Oh. Huh. Or evil or demon, I forget, but anyways. Someone needs to make a Dragon Ball podcast called Special Beam Cannon, C-A-N-O-N. Oh, no, no, no. I've, I've proposed doing Special Beam Cannon. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, have a segment called Special Beam Cannon. <laughs> oh, it's it's the text called Makan Kosapo. Oh, Demonic piercing good. light murdering gun. Nice. It's a lot. I'm glad they didn't. Yo, I'm really glad they didn't translate that word for word. Someone should write that in English on a gun. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my next tattoo. It's just like <laughs> the words. That's um, my new band. <laughs> yeah, honestly, at this point, um, so. Yuppie grows so back to outside the smoke. Yuppie grows frustrated by the confusing situation as Knuckle approaches. Yuppie, in an annoyed rage, changes shape to a Gumby like form um, and smash. I think I couldn't remember what Gumby is, but it reminded me of Gumby. It looks nothing um, like Gumby. 
<laughs> What's a Gumby? Is that is that the orange thing? I just no. He, Gumby he, is the teal clay guy. Okay, I don't know what I thought Gumby what was. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you thinking of Clayface? Maybe. Oh, Clayface. Yeah, from um, Harley Quinn and yeah, from Batman yeah, generally. From Batman. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, I think he fights the Flash a couple times. Um, I don't know. I think he looks like Gumby though. I remember Gumby's like the slanted, like the flat gum thing. That's, yeah, he's the Gumby. Yeah, yeah. Gumby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Um, <laughs> 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 oh my god, um, looking at Gumby, it's like a no. <laughs> he looks more okay, like the blockheads not... from Gumby, and by yeah. that I mean he doesn't at all. He doesn't at all. <laughs> I kind of want to do a Photoshop now, which is Gumby, like like Gumby, like like standing like five feet tall and just or like twenty feet tall and just like uh just like knuckle looking up at him. You versus that man. <laughs> they told you not to worry so about. To we, we have Gumby at home, and then it's a picture. Of <laughs> Can I have Gumby? Like, Gumby at home. It's like this. This literally doesn't make sense. You would never say this. Oh wow! I I kind of want to do a kind of want to make that the image now. The episode. Yeah, just just make it just make it Hunter Hunter episode whatever. We have Gumby at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, Sarah. Were you gonna say something? Uh, I was trying to think what it reminded me of. It's, it's like a lot. There's a lot of monsters. So I, I just can't think of like one in particular. Yeah. Maybe like you know, there's like descriptions of like angels, like the real angels, like having like multiple eyes all over the place. I guess that's like the closest thing. Yeah. What if you had a man made of grapes? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what Yuffie looks like here. He's a man That's made true. Of I guess. Yeah, I guess a man made of grapes is what. <laughs> um, Not just any grapes. Those like fancy grapes that cost ooh. like forty dollars. Like the Japanese grapes. <laughs> yeah. Like, Are you talking about like cotton candy grapes? No, like the grapes at home versus the grapes that your mom. The grapes of wrath. Yeah. The grapes of wrath. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the grapes of wrath. <laughs> um, oh, actually, that does kind of work. That kind of works. Yeah, that does work. Fuck. Um. You know, we have like giant Steinbeck at home. <laughs> we have Steinbeck, 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 Steinbeck. Um, if we we have grapes at wrath at home, grapes at wrath. <laughs> <Yeah, home. laughs> Her versus um, the grapes of wrath. You told not to worry about. Yeah, I think in, I know in Japan, but I think maybe even Korea and China and some other parts of Asia, they uh, fruit is like given as a gift, but like it's aesthetically pleasing fruit. Yeah. It tastes good too. It's usually pretty sweet, but like it's perfect fruit. Like it's round ass grapes or like <laughs> yeah like to kind of add more to it they're like extremely expensive because they're curated at a certain point of the year and like they're very yeah. take like carefully taken care of and whatnot mm -hmm. and fruit in yeah. general is expensive in japan and especially korea um mm -hmm. but I, that's all sorry <laughs> do you think yeah. this is the origin of animal crossing's perfect fruit Probably. Honestly, probably. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, do you give get fruit as a gift in Animal Crossing? Is it yeah. like a I gift do. you give? Okay, cool. Then, yeah, exactly. It's 100% from this. Um, yeah, but like, I think seasonality exists. I think that's something that like blew my mind when I have we talked about this before, probably because we've been doing this for like six <laughs> you years. You didn't know fruits had seasons? Uh, we actually have not talked about the existence seasonality of seasonality. Of well, like, I think that's the thing that shocked me. I really like one of the culture shock things. It, like, 
in Asia, any part other than America, really, um, is that things have seasons. And, like, we say things have seasons, but I can find an avocado year-round. I can find a banana year-round. Oh, but find, the price varies like, wildly. It, it varies wildly, yeah. Like, potato seasons, mm-hmm. potato season or whatever. Yeah. But I can still find the stuff there. Right. I cannot find. Like, when I was in the Philippines and I was craving – a certain fruit that I had when I was eight years mm-hmm. old, but I never come in during the season for that particular fruit because it blooms it's a mangosteen. Everywhere. It's not mangosteen. I do love mangosteen. It's um, it's like mangosteen. It's um, not longanese. Oh, mangosteen. Rambutan. Not oh, rambutan. Is it, is it long on? Well, yeah, yeah, that. It's that fruit with the L. Mm-hmm. Yes, delicious. I, I'm, I'm used to taking L, so I definitely know what you uh-huh. mean. Yeah, Patrick. Uh, does. You would like long on. It's good. It's the dragon's eye. It's really good. Nice. I think my favorite seasonal fruit has to be blood oranges. I had a uh, – this is the last thing I'll say about this. But I had a, a pawpaw for the first time in my life. What's a pawpaw? Which was – a pawpaw is this native fruit to the U.S. that never got commercialized because it doesn't have a long enough shelf life, so they can't commercialize it. So you can only find them in nature. Also, if you eat too many of them, you get a form of poisoning. Oh. But anyways, uh, Hell yeah. like one of uh, Joy's friends made delicious, like homemade ice cream from a pop-off she found. It was amazing. What does it taste like? like a papaya. It looks like a papaya. Uh, it's it's pretty subtle, actually. It was like somewhere between like banana and apple and like a tropical Ooh. fruit, but like not as tangy as that. It was interesting. Y'all should try Papa if you can, but uh, I was just blown away because I had never had a chance to try it. That's so cool. I never even heard of Papa. See, seasonality and fruit does exist here in the States. It's just... Uh... <laughs> you just have to go to an obscure corner of the Midwest or Appalachia to get this fruit. <laughs> oh, it's hey, Appalachia hey guys, specific? Let's go to Appalachia. It's We're both. going to Appalachia for some Papa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Yuppie's kind of annoyed. He's just like, I don't know what the fuck the smoke is. I don't know what the hell that's going on. Um, and then Knuckle comes up. He's like, hey. He's like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> um, Tanya's taking Gumby. We discuss Gumby. It's not actually Gumby. Uh, he changes into the Grapes of Wrath, which I very much like that. Um, Knuckle, who was ready to die a few moments ago, grabs Shoot and makes a sprint for safety, which was really funny. <laughs> like, he went, hey, man! And then he's like, oh, shit, never mind. Um, and then, like, he turns around and grabs shoot and runs away, which is the reason they're they're still alive, but um, really fucking funny. Um, the last part here is that Knuckle plans on using Yuppie's anger against him by making him rage out, forcing bankruptcy much sooner. Yuppie grapples with this selfless of, like, the selflessness of being an ant, um, and the intense rage he feels, which he believes is kind of like, um, I don't know if that selfish is the right word, but like a indulgent mm-hmm. indulgence. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's like definitely an indulgence for someone who's like, okay, I have to serve this particular person. And it kind of brings back to Joe's thing about individuality too. Right. Like they're literally, what is that thing called in psychology where like they're discovering their self like, individuating, <laughs> they're individuating. Yeah. Like they're, newborns essentially but like that can talk and are fully formed but you know I thought, it be like a, I thought it was gonna be like a freud's boy situation no it is a freud boy situation oh uh, hell yeah like i forget if freud came up with individuation or if jung did but one of them did gotcha. shouts out to my freud's boys out there Freud shouts out to jung <laughs> and that was the episode <laughs> nice. yeah um I'm not going to start with, like, a big thought I had, but something that I thought was, like, fun was when they showed, uh, you know, Knuckle and Shoot getting the fuck out of there. I did like that uh, Knuckle, like, slid, picked up Shoot, and kept running. It was just like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Turn into parkour. We got to (laughs) go. Never mind. (laughs) It's like running, 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 running. 
you go to challenge someone to fight and then you realize they just have a they have an explosive vest strapped to them and you're like oh oh no 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 no, 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 no. bye pause, bye bye pause bye. pause <laughs> me an empath are running yeah. <laughs> uh, okay i'm nominating that for an alternative title me an empath <laughs> I guess that is kind of the, the theme of this episode. It's like, I sense something else is going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we wrong. all have a narrator to tell us, the audience, like, what the other thing is. <laughs> Honestly, th- that was the thing, because it was, like, the last half where he's just, like, he made four incorrect decisions. The fir- And I don't even think he finished the thoughts, because, like, I kept watching, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, it's just two of them. At least two of them were really like, similar. similar. Yeah, they're the but, same. But like thing. the difference was just like him having a progressive realization of just like he didn't even want to finish this off, and then he's like he made eye contact with shoot and didn't finish him off. Yeah, what a dickhead! <laughs> what a digital dummy! I think part of my favorite parts were like. He made one mistake, and then before he realized he made that one mistake that I'm going to tell you about later, he made a third mistake. <laughs> it, it really did feel like the cadence of a fucking stand-up routine. Yeah. And then he just kept going. It's like, all right. There was no punchline. It was just... Just Seinfeld. Just him as Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, no, it's... they. I should take that scene and re-edit it with the music from Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> it's like, that's pretty, pretty violent. All right. Anyways, uh, manga notes. So, I like this facial expression that they gave Knuckle in the or that they gave Knuckle in the manga. It's like this, like evil, like looking dude with the spiky hair going up, kind of like. And it's like our shooting eye just flies to be swatted, and he's like got this evil grin looking thing, like the, like the Japanese like the masks. I don't know if that makes sense. In the second panel, kind of looks like like the Japanese evil masks or the smiling yeah, masks. I can kind of see it. I sort of see it, yeah, especially without whites to the eyes, uh, without um, pupils to the eyes. Yeah, so that's that's really cool. And the same thing, <laughs> I like to I like UP's face. It's like just horrified. <laughs> it's like it's like he walked in on something he didn't want to see, sort of thing. So that's kind of funny looking. And then he, I don't I don't remember if he did he drop a uh, shoot when he was walking. Yeah, he, he dropped in there, but they don't emphasize it as much. It's like a slow drop as opposed to in the manga where it's like a, hey, dust is flying up drop. Okay, yeah, because I, I didn't remember. So I don't remember him like slamming into the ground. It's like, wait, did that happen or did I miss that? But yeah, it looks like it's like a fast like joke that he drops on the ground. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. It's like, thanks, buddy. And then, uh, of course, the, uh, the, um, the, the Cheeto death happens after Knuckle and Shoot scene in the manga, but it happened before in the anime. And you said the death was a bit, little bit different, Joe? Uh, yeah, so I didn't talk about this earlier, but so you know how uh, Silva, like, basically punches him to death by, like, crushing his skull? Yeah. In the anime, when he slightly lifts up his, his fist, like, a bunch of blue cerebrospinal fluid just, like, starts flowing out of his head in a way that is not in the manga. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I, honestly, it's one of the times where the, the anime is, like, more violent than the manga. Yeah, Maybe and I was not. also kind of just like, wait, is cerebrospinal fluid blue? Then I'm like, no, it's not. But then I'm like, they're bugs. Who? All, all fucking things go out the window now. They're alien bug things, so yes. Yeah, because they've shown their blood before, and it's not blue, so. Gotcha, so that's why I'm yeah. guessing it's cerebrospinal fluid. That too. And like I said, it's, it, it could be like different species of the ants, and we probably have to like do a whole ant anatomy, but uh, ant anatomy, I, don't think yep. I don't think they're going to let us on the operating tape with one of these guys, so we'll have to... Have to just guess, I suppose. 
Also, also I like how the the one box below it. Oh, that's for the the death. Okay, I I saw a giant box that said Shitu in capital letters. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's underneath the caption. Rate those deaths. Yeah. So you, you guys want to rate Shitu's death? Yeah. 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 I think we should. Uh, I, yeah, we should. Um, <laughs> I'm down. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna rate this pretty high. Not because the death is really cool, but because it was kind of satisfying to literally watch him get yeah. swatted like a fly. I'm gonna say an eight. I'm, um, I'm in complete agreement, and I also think it's an interesting <laughs> intersection of a couple plot trends. Yeah. Just of like this guy being a fucking moron, the Zoldix showing up, like you know, the idea of like the Zoldix having like news and him just being incidental to it. It's like weirdest thing happened to me at work today, and he's like, I don't care, and then he just dies, and they're like, Ah, the thing that happened at work was pretty weird, huh? And they just do not give a <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I would give an eight too. It's almost like a curve your enthusiasm scene, but. <laughs> Hunter, hunter style. Yeah. Curb hunter, hunter. Yeah. Style. I, yeah, I go right at something similar, like eight, seven to eight, because I mean, it's, I'm, I'm like glad he's gone and it wasn't like a showy death because I feel like he'd be the type of chimera ant that would want to go out in style and he, it was like, um, so, like, he was so caught off guard because he didn't even realize, and it was so sudden. And, um, honestly, like, I initially thought watching this, the, this arc that he would have a big fight, to be honest. Was a side character, likely, I was thinking. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Like. Like, we thought we'd go out, like, an extreme, like, yeah. oh, he's going to fight right. the side character to the death. and Like, him like, and Palm Right, because, you know, like. Yeah. Like, obviously, we always talk about how Hunter, Hunter subverts the last shonen tropes. We won't go too into it now. But, like, this particular instance, you have, like, um, like you are shown, multi- like, ca- a lot of camera time with all these different um, antagonists. So, you think, oh, yeah, obviously, we're going to separate each protagonist to fight every single antagonist. And it'll be, like, a fight, like, a two-minute battle each and nope so i found that like pretty ironic i also like how they never revealed what his new power was yeah <laughs> same i don't want to know the fuck up about it and we'll never know who cares it, honestly I'm it's kind of funny 100 percent okay with it which is like sad for t2 kind of where i'm like i didn't give a shit anyway cool <laughs> yeah kind of kind of went out the way he went in with nobody giving shit about him wanting him to die very fast Yeah, very much sucks to suck kind of situation yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um so one thing I, I forgot to mention with the manga differences that i think you guys will also find funny not super directly related but you know how i mentioned they did the reordering so in the manga as as patrick noted here you know chitu's death happens after the knuckle shoot scene uh in the manga what's interesting is at that point they're then just like man i can't believe it's been three minutes so in the anime, what they then do is they're like three minutes earlier. And then afterwards, they're like, I can't believe it's been three minutes. So instead of the effect being like, hey, it's been three minutes. It's now like, hey, just so you know, after we reverted three minutes, we're back to time zero again. It's like pressing back and then forward again and telling you about it. <laughs> oh, so it's instead of like the Dragon Ball Z effect where you're like, he's in target for a whole 30 seconds and it's been eight episodes. They're like. 
we're gonna let you know this happens in quote unquote three minutes time, but it's gonna take you twenty five minutes to show you what's happening. So yeah, in the manga, in the anime, it's something dumber. It's just like a <laughs> we'll go back in time to the thing we could have shown you chronologically, and we'll play it normally, and now we'll tell you that we're back to where we began. <laughs> yeah, but what, what did you guys think of this episode? I'm glad Chitu's dead. Yeah. Good. Rest in Honestly, health, though, yeah, that's so like little fingers up to G two. Was there anybody like I know we all love Ikago. There's like even people who are probably in it for like Fluffy. What's his name? Oh, Fluffer. <laughs> oh, uh, Gumpy. Oh. <laughs> oh, Flutter. Flutter? Flutter? No one's in it for Why Flutter. Fluffer. you mean or Fluffer? <laughs> Fluffer Nutter. <laughs> Good old Fluffer Nutter. Um. No, I mean. I mean, I'm sure there's some ants that people are like, I can jive with this person. Uh, I guess a weirder one would be um, that one girl who's a rabbit or like, I don't know, not like a good person, not like a call go where they're like, they change sides, but. Wait, there's no female rabbit, is there? Oh, is she a, no, she's like a, it might be a she, I don't know. Oh, oh, the guy. Oh, you mean the Nen exorcist? No, not Ramit. The one who looks like a girl. Oh, the no, she's not, she's not a rabbit, though. She, oh, what, what the is fuck she? is she? I forget. We looked it oh. up at some point, but she's uh, not a rabbit. It was like something, she's like a chicken. <laughs> I forget. I don't know what she, she is. What, but she, what yeah, is she's Hina? A dog. Is no. she? I don't know. Are you thinking of fucking a character <laughs> we can't talk about yet? No, no, no. I'm talking, I think about Hina, I think. The the maid for the, the, the maiden. The girl... The, the pregnant? The one who does exorcism by getting she pregnant? pregnant? The one yeah, who, who looks pseudo pregnant because of the, the Yeah, all the sometimes random. Yeah, that's the and nen. Be, like naked images of her sometimes randomly. That, in the, that, oh, yeah, the, the one that, that she's like furry every, yeah. stuff around her. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. That's a nen exorcist. Yeah, I, I forgot I where I was going with it. this statement. <laughs> okay, let's circle back. No one cares, <laughs> no one cares about T2, essentially. Nobody <laughs> gives a fuck about Mr. Chi2. Chi2. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll look it up. We'll get at back some there. Point. We'll get back at that later. <laughs> the one source I can find that says they're a rabbit is very clearly speculating. Oh, oh okay. she's a blobfish. That's what her hat is. The fuck? <laughs> wow. Oh wait, the really the cute thing, the thing that goes like a little jellyfish. I think that's what we figured out it was, but like you know that might be us guessing. So never mind. I don't want to propagate more possible misinformation. Hey, listeners, if you know, please write <laughs> in uh, on a piece of toilet paper. Send it in. Uh, we will send you a toilet paper back. Exchange. We still need it's... to send toilet paper out. <laughs> we still need to send toilet paper out to no one because no one fucking participated in the contest. You know what? All, <laughs> all I gotta say is all this confusion just shows how Beacon critique down the line the female Chimera ant character designs because <laughs> it, just, it is of the times and of the genre. Why are the female characters drawn a certain way? Versus the mm. male characters to speculate what the fuck is she animal she's supposed to be based off of versus Wolfen, a fucking wolf. So <laughs> Wolfen, <laughs> a wolf. Okay, can you guys tell me what y- Yuppie is? I-, I think you're right generally, but I don't think Yuppie is identifiable either. <laughs> I think it's an actual ant. No, Yuppie's a lot of different things. Oh, I thought he was a fire ant. They mentioned he's part, like, uh, magical beast. So, yeah, he's probably part centaur in addition to, like, anything yeah. else. But, yeah, he's he's a lot of stuff. He's uh, he's an Andalite he's from Animorphs. A- <laughs> yeah. He, 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 no, no, I know what he is. He's a big, bad Beetleborg. Oh, gosh. Oh, he's also a Hork Bargier. Fair. 
tattoo teenagers from no not now anyways uh yeah um before we thank anyone else though let's thank our patrons who helped make this show possible make it happen thank you guys we love you thank you let's let, let's each take one of these each guys and then not tell each other what order we're doing this in tim mia hanaro arthur Valtteri, <laughs> mickey alexander and lucas Damn, Patrick doesn't give a <laughs> shit about the patrons. I, I actually was, I actually was just, I actually was just finishing up the Photoshop job. I'm gonna sh- send that to you. Thank guys. you. Okay, he really cares the most about the patrons, is what it turns out. But yeah, I, I was trying to do this art for the patrons, so you know, maybe now I, I might not make it now. So. Okay, and so I would normally say a now word from our other compatriots and benefactors, but that's not true this week. Uh, so Tommy, I really just want you to edit in whatever you think is appropriate, just anything. Ed- like edit in the be... Gumby theme, actually, the theme from Gumby, or you know what? Ed- edit in the Different Strokes theme song. That probably is the best choice. No. Wait, how does it, that one go? It takes different strokes to change the world. <laughs> The award-winning Go Nintendo podcast is the best place to get the latest news on the world of Nintendo. We cover the biggest stories, share impressions of the latest games, and answer your burning questions. There's also some general pop culture talk, game music trivia, a heaping helping of silliness, and did I mention our robot companion? I'm the star of the show. Catch new episodes of the Go Nintendo podcast every Saturday on the HyperX Podcast Network. The Hardcore Gaming 101 podcast is on a mission to rank the top games of all time. I like the idea that when Bruce Wayne gets angry, he switches to the Batman voice. Uh, Why do you have such a problem making Boomerang shape like a bat? You mean like Batman? Not like Batman, just make it for me, Bruce Wayne. I can't even with this guy. It's a Herculean task, and I'd be lying if I said it hasn't taken a toll on our cognitive faculties. Most people would be happy to have a job during a global pandemic. (laughs) Dennis... Hardcore Gaming 101, twice a week, every week, right here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Uh, So today I decided to do a couple research pieces, some more fruitful than others, uh, but we'll get into that. But uh, in honor of something that occurs in next episode, uh, I have researched and watched a little bit of the Kabuki play Narukami. Um. Which, uh, just to start with a quote from the Hunter Wiki, which kind of talks about why we're doing this. Uh, the Japanese name of Kilua's Thunderbolt ability, Narukami, comes from the famous kabuki play Narukami Fudo Kitayama Zakura, in which the character Narukami transforms into a thunder god at the end of the fourth act. Uh, from the Wikipedia about Narukami, uh, Narukami is a kabuki play written by uh, Tsuchi Hanjuro, Yas- uh, Yasuda Abun, and Nakata Monsuke first performed in 1742. The original version of Narukami dates from 1684, and it was one of the kabuki uh, juhachiban, a set of plays associated with the Ichikawa Danjuro line of actors and the Aragato, uh, Aragoto style of acting. The version was written by Ichikawa Danjuro I, but it has been replaced by the 1742 play and is no longer performed in its original form. In its current form, Narukami is Act 4 of a five-part play, Narukami Fudo Kitayama Zakura. Nowadays, Narukami is staged alone, and the whole play is only revived from time to time, once in 1967 and once in 2008. 
Narukami uh, is now a popular play frequently performed. It has been translated into English. Do not watch the English versions because it's a bunch of white people doing really weird Japanese voices. Wait, like, not in what? Japanese. It's in English. Wait, why would they do that? I they're like, oh yeah, it's to keep the the rhythm. So it's a bunch of people being like, oh my lord, and it's just like, please stop. Oh, I thought I you said they were doing like and and like a Japanese like and like an accent. They're not doing a Japanese accent, but they are doing the kabuki intonations in English, and it just sounds really weird. Oh, I'm man. actually down to check that out. That actually sounds kind of fire. Like this place no. seems sick. <laughs> you should watch the original. But does it have for, subtitles though? Uh, yeah, it does. But for a subtitle of uh, no, oh, actually maybe not. But anyways, for sort of a synopsis of what happens. Narukami, the Thunder God, is a classic kabuki play that tells the story of a powerful Buddhist saint. Angered by the emperor's refusal to dedicate a temple to him, Narukami uses his power to imprison the dragon gods, thus preventing rain from falling on the earth. The play opens with a comic scene as White Cloud and Black Cloud, Narukami's disciples, discuss the situation over rice, wine, and octopus, both delicacies forbidden by Buddhist commandments. The scene shifts to Narukami's retreat above towering rock cliffs adjoining a waterfall. While Narukami meditates, uh, Taima, an, astonish- an astonishingly beautiful woman, calls to the god Fudo for aid. Unbeknownst to Narukami, Taima has been sent by the emperor to seduce him and release the dragon gods. Claiming to be recently widowed, Taima says that she has come to the shrine to cleanse herself from carnal memories so she can start a new life. Uh, and continuing with uh, a more clear description from another website, kabuki21.com, the acolytes and Narukami listen in trance as she goes into intimate and sensuous detail about how she met her husband and how they made love. Oh boy. Narukami feels faint. <laughs> Sorry. I just said, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, Narukami feels faint from listening to the story and falls off the veranda of his room. Princess Taima revives him by transferring water from her lips to his, but uh, from his li- from her lips to his, but he becomes immediately suspicious as he knows of a hermit who lost his powers of sorcery in a similar fashion. She pleads her sincerity and asks to uh, become his disciple. He agrees and sends the acolytes down the mountain for nun's garments and a razor. So when I say hermit, I think they're talking about the word sen, um, which is the same sen as in Shinobu Sensui, but it means like hermit sage, basically. Um, And I might be right, but I think sen is also the sen in Kami Senen, a.k.a. Turtle Hermit from Dragon Ball. So I was about like to say, a, is this a reference to like Kami? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Dragon Ball? To to Master Roshi. Master Roshi, of. yeah. But I mean, it, it's more a reference to like an ancient Chinese concept. But yeah, I like to idea. pretend it's a reference to Dragon Ball, just the original one. If I remember correctly, the character is written basically it is the person radical next to a mountain character. So it's basically like Mountain Man, but it means like a hermit or or in the case of Japanese, it usually means like hermit sage uh so while the acolyte while the acolytes are gone princess taima feigns illness and the naive narukami offers to massage her pain however he has to put his hand inside her kimono and when his hand touches her breast he is overcome with desire she has been waiting for this to happen and begins to ply him with wine the first alcohol of his life very soon the wine loosens his tongue and he reveals that the dragon god remains imprisoned as long as the sacred rope across the waterfall is intact when Narukami falls into a drunken stupor, Princess Taima creeps away and cuts the rope. She escapes as thunder and lightning fill the sky and rain pours down. When Narukami revives, 
His anger at being tricked transforms him into a thunder god, and we see him in a final pose wearing a costume covered in orange-red flames and glaring in the direction his seductress has fled. Man, imagine being so pissed off you don't get a temple named after you that you become a dragon thunder god. Yeah. So, I did this research because I know it's the namesake of the ability, and that has to do with thunder and blah blah blah. I don't see any thematic resonance even for anything that happens later. I'm gonna put it out there. So this just feels like it's just like someone naming something based on it being like vaguely similar. It's like a JoJo reference. Like you know how they do the band names, it has nothing to do with it. Maybe it's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kinda superficial like that. It's like if you had a set of three guns and you're like, Yeah, this is the Trinity and you're like, What? It's like, yeah, yeah there are Father, three of them. Son, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's like, but you, no, it's like, but there's two of the guns, actually. It's like, yeah, because you're going to be the Holy Ghost. Oh, God. Anyways, that's it for that. Uh, <laughs> so back to uh, Chitu, I decided to just pull up, you know, like what little bit of trivia there are from the Hunter Hunter wiki. And uh, so the main name of Chitu's latest Nen ability, Monroe Walk, is likely a reference to the actress Marilyn Monroe and her signature walk. In the Viz translation, Chitu's Nen ability Monroe Walk was renamed the Blind Spot of War, Dance of the Cheetah. Um, I don't know why they did this, because like I don't really think Monroe Marilyn Monroe is particularly particularly litigious. Uh, you never know that the zombie Monroe is really uh, strict with their copyright. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then, quote unquote, for some reason, possibly due to a lack of insight and thoughtfulness when developing his Nen ability, Chitu's abilities have all been disadvantages to him playing. Negatively in uh, to favor uh, to his favor and strengths, and so I half wonder if like the Monroe Walk would have been something that would have just been also really dumb. So that's the only reason I kind of wish we could have seen it is just to see what new fucking idiocy he had come up with. Yeah, maybe he's referencing like the wind blowing up the skirt thing, and maybe it's like wind up like like just that. <laughs> he is the wind underneath a woman's skirt. Oh, that was it. The blowing wind. It was like blowing wind up. Uh, what's that? That terminology. Are you blowing, blowing smoke the... up someone's ass? No, yeah, he's thinking that. about the porthole. No, no, no. It's kind of, but he's thinking of the steam vent that Marilyn Monroe stands over. Yeah. No, no, I, I know about oh. that, but I think I think Patrick has thought you were referring. Yeah. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, no worries. But like when you said the wind, I, I was just thinking of like the end credit song of Symphony of the Nights. Yeah, of the I night. am the wind. I am yeah, the, I'm the wind. Terrible song that we should all sing in karaoke. Very wasted sometime. Uh, anyways, I have one last research piece that's not a research piece. It's just an update from the uh, manga as it's currently being published, uh, which I have not read yet, but this like really got me to thinking, and it's a, it's a reveal for something now. It's not a spoiler. It just will give us like a better and more interesting discussion going forward, so I thought I would tell us about it now. But basically, Togashi in a recent like panel that's informational has explained more about how Nen works and put people at different points on the Nen circle and has released that Komugi is an enhancer and Meruem is an emitter, which is really interesting. So people are like, so is Komugi enhancing her brain? Is that what's going on? Yeah, she's and, enhancing her brain with the power of, of chess. Yeah, and then Meruem being an emitter is interesting. Uh, but basically, so I have the, the source here, but you guys can check that out. But uh, just as a reminder, enhancers are simple and determined. Most of them never lie, hide nothing, and are very straightforward in their actions and in their thinking. Yeah, Kamugi sounds like an enhancer. Um, meanwhile, emitters are impatient, not detail-oriented, short-tempered, and quick to react to a volatile manner. Wow, Meruem really is that, huh? Pretty and much. so it's kind of interesting seeing that now. Yeah, there's also another Tsuyashi announcement. Apparently there's another hiatus. 
Um, yeah, I need to read that because I was unclear about that because I interpreted what I originally saw as there is not a hiatus so much as, hey, I'm switching. I'm not going to be in Shonen Jump anymore. I'm switching to a monthly. And that's, and that's what happened with um, uh, Araki as well. He went from yeah. Shonen Jump to Shonen Monthly with uh, uh, JoJo. Yeah, and so I do think there's a break between those, but that it's not supposed to be indefinite the way the hiatuses were. But I could be wrong. I'm going to read this, but that is interesting because I've seen it covered both ways, and I have not read the initial announcement. So I, and I also just need to catch up on the manga because, like, you know, before we started this, I was completely up to date with everything. Um, and now I want to read the stuff that's been going on, especially because there have been people in our Discord talking about it. And I, I keep on being like, I want to read that. <laughs> um, I turn into yeah. a small Eastern European boy uh, whenever I think about Hunter Hunter. It's very weird. You know what I was thinking about it? Wasn't wasn't Hunter on hiatus when we started the podcast? Uh, oh. Yeah, Hunter on Hunter Hunter has probably been on hiatus for the majority of your adult life. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Maybe Tugashi heard our podcast and was like, you know what? Maybe I'll release more episodes so like, they can do mm-hmm. more that's, episodes. That was that's a reasonable assumption. We're too. honored. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly Thanks, on like one of the early episodes when we got to Hunter Hunter I did literally say I really hope he releases anything by the time we catch up. <laughs> Listen, I, th- I think you might have been listening. Did. Shout out to Gashi, our uh, our secret uh, Patreon s- sponsor. Thank you again for sponsoring us and we look forward to you to, for you to put us in a cameo in the future issue. Yeah. Thanks. But um <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got. So what did you guys think of that sick research? Like, how Narukami has nothing to do with anything. Narukami sounds sick as hell. I want to read that. Or watch that. Watch that. Sorry, so I'm going to watch it. Megan, do you have any idea what Naru could be? I asked just because Kami is obviously god, god or divinity. Yeah. But, like, Not, um, I guess I could just look oh, at the wait. characters because I just have them that here. That character looks like house, but I could be wrong. Ah, I, house very, god. Or horse. It's either house or horse. I don't know. Uh, oh, that does look like... Oh, yeah, that's confusing. Oh, no. Yeah, it's one of those that looks like horse, but then has the mouth character next to it, meaning that probably in ancient Chinese, it was like, sounds like horse. Um, I'm so looking this up right now. I am, too. Hold on. Uh, horse God, my favorite sequel to uh, to uh, BoJack Horseman. Nah, oh, what the fuck? Uh... So the definition in Japanese, uh, in Chinese, is only for birds, animals, and insects to cry. Oh, it's one of those. The, the remember when we were talking about the counters or like the words for um, insects, mushi. It's mushi. No, no, so it's not a. It's not a counter. It's oh no, no, it was a counter. Mushi is a classification of. Oh, you're saying that's a the mushi character. E, uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm reading it as I see it as. I found something that says it's chirp, cry, bark, ring, echo, honk. Yeah, so in Japanese okay. it's, yeah. Oh, okay, so that's what they mean by cry. So they mean cry is in, like, Pokemon cry rather than, like... Yeah, like a sound emitted from a yeah, creature. Yeah, rather than, like, night. But it night could be or... it could be cry specifically for... I don't really know, actually. Like, only... you would You wouldn't say, like, she barked. I guess you could say that in English, but, like, barking is, like, a... a like a mostly animal thing so thinking about it i guess it makes sense because it would mean like the sounding or the crying god but cry is in like bark make noise like thunder like, yeah i was gonna say which is thunder. basically like hey you just named a play thor congratulations <laughs> it's thor 
Yeah, like uh, the ancient name of Shiva in like ancient Hindu texts is Rudra, which like means the sounding god. And I'm just like, okay, so we, so we it's did the this same again. Thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or like the yelling god. I forget which one. It, <laughs> you know, the yelling <laughs> god, that guy. Like a banshee. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So do you guys have any thoughts on, uh, you know, just everything and, and your 2023, like what's your resolution regarding like Hunter Hunter and the podcast? Oh, I want to read Hunter Hunter. Yeah, fucking do it. That's my news resolution. I mean, I'm going to do it eventually. We're going to obviously end, going to finish it up before the new year. Watch. We don't do that. No, I mean, we're not going to finish up. Like I, I, I could chart it. I don't think we'll get to the end of the anime by the end of this coming year. Really? What? I, I, I could do the calculation, but I don't think we will. Because we do, like, two episodes every two weeks. Yeah. There's yeah. 52 weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's effectively, like, at most we would do 52 episodes. Yeah. And we're currently... So it's possible we could, but given how many times we're just like, I don't know, how will we cover this other thing? Or, like, I'm sick. Um, <laughs> These are all versions of just Joe. But it's we just me. Yeah, just that's, yeah, that's all Joe. Making or excuses. I've been hit by a car. Uh, yeah, I... Who got hit by a car? And, wouldn't you like to know? Uh, you should have went on the last yeah. podcast. Yeah, Megan. Sarah, Hannah, are you guys okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Did Joe hit you with their car? No, why do you think Patrick isn't showing his face right now? It's because you wouldn't recognize it after what I did to him. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. there's a lawsuit. I have to file it with the government. Yeah, this is why we don't record in person anymore, because Patrick has a restraining order against me. Yeah, I told Joe that Phil Metal Alchemist, I'd rather scrape the bottom of a toilet and lick it than watch it again. And he just lost his temper and just like went ape on me and just killed me. Yeah, I took my replica auto male hand and, and punched him in the face. And then he and he yelled, believe it. And then I died. Yeah. But yeah, it's possible we finish and that'd be awesome. Uh, pray for us. Pray. If you if you believe hard enough. And give us your energy. We might be able to gather the energy for the spirit bomb that is finishing Hunter Hunter by the end of this year. Yeah, I mean, ever is going to be a color. After that, oh, that I mean, that's up for you know discussion and like you know whether people want to renew their contract that we totally have. We have a real contract. Yeah, we have our real contracts. (laughs) You know, we're as as you're all aware, you guys are all contractors. We're all contractors at risk. They call us the they call us the spirit contractors. (laughs) Oh, you mean Chainsaw Man? Chainsaw Man. Did you guys watch Chainsaw Man? Speaking I'm of currently watching it. Um, yep. But, like, I- I'm enjoying so far. I- I'm curious. I have heard people who like the manga saying that the art's nowhere near as good, but, like, I'm enjoying so far. Hannah, Sarah? Not yet. Not yet. There's a lot of people that are whining about it. Like, oh, it's go use 3D. It's like, it's like five seconds of 3D or, like, the art. Like, I posted about that, and somebody was like, wow, you have a bad opinion when I said, oh, I love chainsaw man i'm like really dude i really? feel like it's a very popular opinion to have is that like chainsaw man so i don't even know I thought, yeah everyone um, likes it yeah i know i didn't know that it was like a it's it's probably one of those people like me that don't like full alchemists sort of things no yeah. i think there is like a big uh backlash opinion right now of like i love chainsaw man the manga and the anime sucks like i think bro. that's a pretty big wave that's mm, happening right that's now. interesting bro it's yeah. literally one-to-one manga versus anime stands I feel like it's probably the oldest um, inter-fandom debate. Yeah. By far. <laughs> yeah, subs or dubs, guys. Um, oh, actually, I feel like that's even older. 
subs versus dubs. Honestly, low-key a little bit. Um, the thing about Chainsaw Man is, like, I have to see... Pa- I'm like, okay, it's marketed at, like, young men already. Because, like, like, it's like, he's, like, weirdly pervy, but, like, at least he's not actively touching people without their consent. Like, he does wait for consent, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, it's it's weird, though, because it seems like there's everyone else is pervy around him. And he just likes them. I was like, oh, yeah, I just want to touch boobs. And it's like, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fine to vocalize your interests. But like... I, I also think the relationship with his perviness and greediness is really, I don't think it's as straightforward as it comes off. Because mm, I think it's okay. like supposed to be a commentary on his having lived like this terrible life up to this point. Yeah. And like, like his like one thing he wants is to touch a boob. <laughs> well, or to eat anything besides bread in his life. Yeah. Like, and, like, I think it's it's fascinating because, like, yeah, like, clearly if you knew a n- normal person in normal circumstances who was this it's simple, so weird. you would yeah. be, like, disgusted by them and find it objectionable. But it's more like this person was so completely deprived, like, mentally and, like, physically that this person is, like, incomplete in a way that is, like, really pitiful, like, in the literal yeah. sense. And it makes and it makes it it makes it gives it makes you give a prospect on like his like his like oh these people are dying oh I don't care, it's like well he's used to it like or that, like that I'm not gonna say anything else but like like people die and I was like yeah I'm just used to it or like it's just like oh yeah that's right I forgot he pretty much grew up with less than nothing to eat and had no family and was killing for the killing for these dudes to survive. So it's yeah, like, and that's not spoiling much because they kind of talk about that in the first, first episode. episode. But I, first I honestly episode. think it's – I like it so far. I'm curious to see where it goes. But I do really like the idea that the reason this person is this quote-unquote immature is because, like, frankly, they're incredibly deprived in a way. That, like, that's not to say it's good, but that's yeah. to say it's just like, oh, you guys – like, you guys in the theoretical sense – are viewing this maybe incorrectly because you're expecting normal human graces from someone who's been raised as an animal. Yeah, so there's, like, a little bit more to the perviness than just, like... Because, like, this is a trope in most... Like, a lot... Yeah. Not most, but Like, I think it's very self-aware of, of the trope. Shonen-ish. Like, like um, what's that one? He really does touch her, and they're, like, they're soulmates, though. Um, what are Seven you Deadly about? Sins. Oh. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah, know, yeah. it, it's funny though, because like he's like he's like he doesn't do anything disrespectful, like go and grope anybody. He's just like, yeah, can I touch this or like can I like get a yeah, kiss? Yeah, that's or like the that? one thing that was like because like I don't know, I I have a shorter tolerance with that kind of stuff now. As I've gotten older, I think younger me would have been like perfectly fine yeah. with it and like saw no issue. I think as I got older, even though it's an anime, right? Like obviously it's like a cartoon. Uh, <laughs> um, it there is some things where I'm like, yo, like why are we like Shield Heroes? Like one of those that I'm like, oh what? god, like yeah. it's not necessarily pervy. Like the characters, like ooh, let me touch a tit. Yeah, it's like pervy in the sense that it's like, who's this for? Yeah, <laughs> this dude's a yeah. grown mm-hmm. man with a yeah. like yeah. A, a yeah. harem of. 12 year olds right. I, or, I love that my slave 12 year old loves me yeah. yeah exactly it's like she's really loyal and that's why it's good it's like are we sure that, that we yeah. want to sure? like, little patriarchal my, yeah my eight-year-old but looks like she's 17 year old um slave reslaved herself for me because she's dedicated and like that's <laughs> supposed to be a good like i don't like who's this for like that's yeah and and Um, i do i feel like chainsaw man's very different though as far as it's pervy in like almost a comedic way but like he doesn't hit that boundary for me like like even like shoujo 
stuff they do like a lot of that uh kaidama what is that called the thing where like they push their hand on the <laughs> like the unwarranted like um protective you guys know what i'm talking yeah. about i know what you're where, talking like about. the hand on the, the wall name, like the person's why, there yeah which is why i'm not volunteering the name just because i'm like i know what you're talking about but i can't confirm that's the yeah. name yeah oh, like with the leg thing yeah i know what you mean like but yeah no i, I do it's just kind of weird how that perspective has changed a little bit in chainsaw man with a certain character i'm not gonna say anything else because like it's like literally i can't say anything about it because there's so much really funny spoilers on that it's like okay mm-hmm. yeah like you I know what to... i mean yeah we need to, to do a Chainsaw Man side episode. We should. I think I temper. I have to temper my expectations with like Shonen when everyone's like, "This is like the best thing yeah. ever." I I'm the same. Even from a feminist yeah. perspective, the yeah. Chainsaw Man. I heard it does an amazing character, amazing job with female characters for that's a good. Shonen. Yeah. So that's really it. And I know because yeah. obviously we are re- we review Shonen anime. So that's yeah. like what mm-hmm. we have done this entire podcast. So, you know, it's, it's different when like yeah. you compare it to stuff written for girls and women. And even then, because yeah. of just the society that Japan is, there can still be written a yeah. lot of patriarchal norms. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Yusuke. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Yusuke until yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the way that it was introduced to me that kind of made me less worried about that part was mm-hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, it kind of seems like it's going to be that way until you realize there's only one quote unquote hot booby lady. And uh, she's actually like gross as fuck. She's like constantly pissing and shitting and like biting <laughs> birds heads off by, by hand. And it's just like, oh, cool. some dudes like that. that. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Are you talking about the, the one blue hair girl and that? No, I'm talking about power. Oh, okay. oh yeah, dude's okay. like her crusty ass. So, oh, everyone loves power. I don't even know the I show power. when I knew about power. Immediately, I think um, the thing is, is that if when it comes to female characters, it's not necessarily like what traits they have, what powers mm-hmm. they have. Are they like a character that you yeah. can? feel like they're well realized whether they're evil or good um weak or powerful Mm -hmm. do they feel like a real person Mm -hmm. that you can mm -hmm. empathize with yeah and could you take them out of the story and it would have it would have made like a really big impact like it would have made like it wouldn't have made sense without them there like do they drive plots or do they yeah i I don't mean that it's inherently feminist because of that i meant more they're avoiding many of the tropes that are like yeah. the immediate failures I, of most shonen. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's like the genre is is growing and regressing at the same time. Like there are pockets <laughs> where like I don't know if it's really regressing, but like it's definitely growing. There's a lot more shows out there that have just in general, not even male or female, but like more well rounded characters. Yeah, definitely. Period, yeah, right? Definitely. Like they're a little bit more complicated. They're a little bit more like interesting to follow. Like, right. kind of coming from watching, like, shows now versus watching shows, like, I don't know, maybe in the 2000s. Like, th- there's a difference in Shonen, I think. It's not as Monster of the Weeky. It's more, like, like here's a continuing my journey as a character. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the most part, I think a lot of it is like that. Because um, I'm thinking of, like, even, like, I know Samurai Champloo has, like, one, I mean, that's, like, a kind of a niche, more niche anime. But, like, things that were really long-running at the time, like Inuyasha or... What like 
Jack yeah, I kind of I kind of compare with Share My Shampoo to just pretty much like a Cowboy Bebop thing where it's like, yeah. oh, short, like short anime form. doing random stuff, yeah. short mm-hmm. form. But I really like it. I honestly, I I consider like Cowboy Be- uh, Share My Shampoo to be like a, a Cowboy Bebop like spiritual successor. Yeah. So I love I love Samurai Shampoo. I don't know why I brought that up in here. I'm trying to think. Of, like, I love it too. The music is so sick though. Yeah. I don't know how to explain but it. Yeah. I, there's there's a lot of out there that I never really watched, like Blood Orphan or <laughs> I don't know. There's a yeah. lot of anime out there. If you like just look through a catalog, you're like, oh, I've never heard of like ninety percent of these shows. Yeah. And like, yeah. I feel like I know anime. I apparently I don't. Like at yeah, all. I, I think the one thing I want to say about the the Chainsaw Man is I think my favorite character in that that show is Kill Benny. Just because like she's not a typical character at all, she's literally like, yeah, I just want to, I just do this because I don't go to call, I'm not going to college and I need to pay for my thing. I spoilers, <laughs> but it's like yeah, spoilers. She didn't go to college, guys. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's like that's no, a really she, big plot point. She no, no, it, no. Literally, college. her whole thing is like, oh yeah, my parents won't pay for me to go to college, so I have to do this to support or support myself and do this. And it's like, okay, like literally, that's it. It's like it's like nothing like serious. It's like. Yeah, that's it. There's no deep story. And I was like, yeah, I need to do this job because I, I can't go to college, so I need to do it. So, yeah, this is this is a topic for another time. But I really find it something I find very interesting is the way different shows and different cultures in pop culture deal with depictions of poverty mm-hmm. and like different statuses of poverty. Yeah. And like so far, Chainsaw Man's been very interesting. I'm only three episodes in, so we'll see if that continues. But the fact that like so much of it is focused on debt and the like is very interesting to me if you like oh, debt and the like yeah. you'd probably like tokyo godfathers which is great and then tommy showed well, me paranoia sick. agent um paranoia agent very much mm-hmm. deals with i think that kind of stuff too and i thought that one was really really cool but like in a more realistic way in an unrealistic way it kind of it's hard to explain but like <laughs> it's not chainsaw man where there's like a demon running around and you're like ah demons just exist in this world <laughs> oh yeah no we're, uh, I, it just occurred to me we, we said we resolutions and apparently we were saying read hunter hunter but also read chainsaw man is out there uh, who else <laughs> wants to add resolutions and then let's close out i, I, I read, i'll be same with patrick i'll steal his reading reading hunter hunter will be mine <laughs> yeah I, I think i think that would be fun to do like a, a like a like a quarterly like or like a yearly shonen of the week thing so we like review like shonens that are popular because i think i think it'd be really cool to have like a like a patreon thing where it's like we do something like that like a sit down free form like chainsaw man because that's a lot of fun talking about that yeah, yeah. maybe we, we, we could definitely do something like that sarah you were saying something um i'm trying to think like resolution wise because the only thing i have is like don't spoil myself <laughs> too much no spoil yourself treat yourself I don't know. He's a hunter hunter. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's why I can't read it because I'm going to read oh, too much. Oh, you meant spoil, like spoiler spoil. I thought yeah. you were oh, like, I, I don't want to. a joke on purpose, Megan. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, Megan, okay, I guess I'm going to have to watch and read everything then. <laughs> Treat yourself. No, but um, yeah, Sarah's the only person who I don't want reading ahead. Not allowed. <laughs> so the if, if New Year's resolution: don't give into my habit of spoiling things for myself. Yo, Sarah, you should just read uh, level E, just so like when we get there, okay. you're the only other person who has any idea what the fuck is going on. Oh, you know that's a good point. I can even watch it since I have the, the thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, that uh, that sounds good. Uh, I'm excited for these resolutions. Oh, actually, mine personally, uh, one to catch up, but two. Uh, I really want to read Holly's manga slash uh, comic uh, Turcom. Yeah. It actually is really fun. The, the one it's like it's like I wake up I woke up as a uh, woke up as a girl or something like that. 
Where's another yeah, one? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to give it a read, but um, it's yeah, really that's, good. That's mine for right now. Yeah, it, honestly, it's really good. I've been catching up. Like, I love Holly's work. Like, oh my gosh, it actually is really good, and it gives a good perspective of the, because uh, there's a lot of definitely like trans like uh, identity and trans like references to that, and I, like trans like I guess uh, viewpoints, and I thought it's really impo- interesting and and gives it. Yeah, well, we yeah. gotta have Holly back on, frankly, and like also just like other guests that we've had that we really enjoyed. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, anyways, thank you so much for listening to the Spirit Hunters. Please hit us up with questions, requests, or just to chat at our Facebook or uh, Twitter at Spirit Hunter Pod. Heads up, check us out at patreon.com slash Spirit Hunter Pod and join our public Discord where we'll be discussing the shed of Hunter, you, and much more. Speaking of the Discord, if you want to support us either way, you can, uh, if you want to support us another way, you can help us by giving us a written review on Apple Podcasts. Each review gets a surface to tens or hundreds more people. I know I said that was a lie in a previous episode, and probably is. But uh, the people who do see it will at least see that it's well rated and stick around. So maybe it's more about retention. Well, I mean, I mean, if we have way. higher ratings, they probably get like more chance of getting featured and like picked up an algorithm. So I mean, there's not a lot of untruth to that. Well, so uh, I've basically found like a bunch of studies that say that the correlation is pretty minuscule. But like, what I'm guessing, and I'd be curious to do analysis on this, would be like if it actually just causes people who do get an impression to have better retention. But well, that makes sense. Regardless, finally, today's intro and outro themes were made by Michael Shingo Crawford and Maddie M, respectively. Check them both out on YouTube. Also, big shout out to our editor, Tommy. Thanks to him, the rest of the crew can focus more on doing research and talking to Gashi. See you on the other side. Bye. Later. Love you, Tommy. Bye.